you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Well, hello, and welcome back to Her Portion Podcast, or if you're new here, we are so glad to have you tune in today. My name is Hannah, and I'm your host for today's episode. I'm so excited because I think it's been quite some time since I was the one to introduce a new theme for the month. So it's the first week of November, as you know, and that means we start a new theme. This month, it's on contentment. This is such a good topic to dive into scripture and look at as we are in the busiest holiday season of the year. Thanksgiving will be here before you know it, and then of course Christmas. And as all of us on her portion like to do, let's define that word contentment and then we'll get into the scriptures. So contentment is a resting satisfaction of mind without disquiet. It goes on to say in Webster's 1828 Dictionary, which let me put a little plug here. If you would like to use this dictionary, it's available to you through any app store and it's free. So it goes on to say contentment without external honor is humility. Of course, you're probably familiar with Philippians 4.11. And if not, that's okay, because I'm going to read it for you. Philippians 4.11 says, not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. Let's talk about discontentment, the opposite of what we're studying. Discontentment is the state of being uneasy in mind. This means you're not satisfied. Your mind is not at rest. Listen to this powerful verse about our Savior when he was soon to be crucified. Mark 15, 15 says, And so Pilate, willing to content the people, released Barabbas unto them and delivered Jesus when he had scourged him to be crucified. Our very Savior was set to be crucified, even though he knew no sin at all. And the Bible tells us that it is the people's discontentment that caused Pilate to yield to them, to appease them. Of course, we know that that was a part of God's plan for redemption of man. But we can still learn that this played a massive part in the mind of Pilate. He knew Jesus had done no wrong, but yet he gave in to the massive mob of angry people so that they might be content with him. Are you someone who can't stand contention? Contention is strife and struggle, a quarrel, or causing a debate. And girl, let me tell you, I hate contention. And I'd say just about everyone does, with the exception of a few who seem to thrive off of it. But that's another topic altogether. When there's contention, my heart is racing, my neck breaks out in hives, I get sweaty and my hands shake, and I hate it, but I can't help it. It's my body's physical response. And who knew how Pilate was feeling that day when there was great contention from thousands of people before him? As a Christian, we shouldn't seek out contention, but instead, we're called to put that fire out with calm words. But let's get back to contentment. How can you live a content life? Warren Wearsby who, by the way, is a commentator, which my husband uses, and it's nice to have unlimited access to his material. But anyways, Warren Wearsby says when he's commentating on Philippians chapter 4, most of us have learned how to abase, that term's found in verse 12, because when difficulties come, we immediately run to the Lord. 
but few have learned how to abound. He goes on to say, Paul learned the secret of contentment in spite of prosperity or poverty. And I want us to focus today on the fact that contentment is something that is learned. It is not a special gift given to you at birth. It's not a talent, but it's something that any Christian can learn and should learn in order to have a resting satisfaction of mind. So what does it mean to learn contentment? It means to gain knowledge and you gain that knowledge by practicing a faculty of performing. So as you gain knowledge, and we know that that comes through God's word, you learn contentment as it is put into practice. Here's the thing. We're all prone to wander from contentment because we daily battle our flesh. Our flesh is never satisfied and always wanting more. Material things never satisfy completely. It temporarily gives us an enjoyment, but we soon find that even though we were given that nice purse we longed for, we want a new one. Even though we got the iPhone 11 for $800, we have to have the newest one that came out a year later, even though ours works just fine. So I want to tell you a little personal story. I can't talk today. (laughs) When I was a teenager, I struggled with body image. And I can't say that I had any eating disorders, but I definitely had wrong thoughts. And I believe this spurred on from public school and the bullying of other kids. I remember the exact day that I felt saddened by my weight for the very first time. And I even remember what I was wearing. Girls, I was only in sixth grade. Sixth grade! I can't remember what brought it on. But I only weighed 86 pounds, and yeah, I remember the number. I was fairly tall, and I just remember thinking I was too heavy. That started a huge discontentment that would grow over time as kids and teenagers felt it was okay to make remarks about my body. I remember in college, I took a picture in the mirror of what I had on that day, and I truly believed I was overweight, and I won't go into the details, but I remember the feelings and pain that this discontentment brought me. So fast forward many years later, after I had grown more secure in the Lord, learned many things about this topic, and had children, I found that picture and was completely shocked. Shocked that I was so discontent that it brought me to a place of unnecessary depression, which was all spurred on from my mind. I looked at that picture and tears filled my eyes to see a very young me who had bones sticking out everywhere and not an ounce of fat that I could see. Now, I'm going to talk, I'm not going to talk about body shaming and all that. I believe there's nothing wrong with working on your health for the sake of your health. However, you cannot hate your current body and speak bad to yourself or you're always going to hate it no matter what size you are. I believe there's a balance. You need to be ready for a change, but it's your mind that's important. You must learn that you're fully and completely loved by Christ, no matter what your size is, and work on yourself for the right reasons. And this usually takes a long time. Has someone said something to you that has caused you to be discontent? If someone walks in your home, okay, and says, that wall color is ugly, I would never choose that. Are you so content with your home that it wouldn't wouldn't phase you? Now, I get it. That's a hard one. I understand. But we can learn this kind of contentment. 
on my Instagram, we are doing a scripture writing plan on contentment. Today, I made a post that says this, contentment grows where thanks is given. You know how you combat a discontent spirit? First of all, you pray, ask God to forgive you, and then you need to thank him for all that you do have. And let me encourage you to get specific. For example, when I was pregnant with my first child, I was struggling with the clothes I had as my figure was changing. Now, I had many clothes that were given to me, but let's just say they were not my preference. And I learned quickly that the discontentment was hard to bear and not an easy roommate to move out. So one day as I cried, I took all the clothes I had and I set them in the middle of my bed. I put my hands on them and I thanked the Lord for what he gave me. And you know what? I didn't struggle with it again. Now, every time discontentment creeps in, I do the same thing. I've gone around my house before and thanked God for every piece of furniture. And why is that? Well, that day when I was pregnant, I learned contentment. Friend, are you discontent? Thank God. We don't need more. We have him and he truly is enough, whether in prosperity or poverty. I hope you'll tune in this month to hear the rest of the ladies. Thanks for listening today. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the scriptures. Until next time.